Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash saint14project. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I was so dead set that that book and those characters were going to be seen in the Leviathan raid. Yeah, they were really going to fight them, taking King style, you know, uh, Narfel the Garthok, you know, uh, Goberoth. <laughs> you know, that's what I used to say going in, Narfel the Garthok. It's a Conehead's <laughs> reference. Watch the movie; it's great. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the Say 14 Project Podcast, a production of Project Guardians. With me, as always, is Average Joe 227, Dr. Goku, and Hatchy Dave. And I am Sentinel Dad, also known as Alex. Um, so we got an awesome show tonight, guys. What's going on? Nothing, dude. Yeah. How's your week, Ben? You've had quite a hectic week so far. It's, You're catching flights here and there. Every week's hectic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, Busy but good video games here and there, which is fine. Right. A lot of video game news <laughs> going on right now. There's so much going on, but we are yeah. also mm-hmm. we're also joined by two pillars of the gaming and internet people community. Damn, just one. Tonight we're gonna go <laughs> to Danfinity and beyond. What's up, Dan? <laughs> Hey, buddy. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Contagious Laugh. Hello. Oh, Hello. It's so true. <laughs> it yeah, he, he, he had me at the laugh. Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah. He had you at bucks. the laugh. Yeah, he and had the laugh. we're joined by the one and only Psycho Raven. True, up, brother. That is true. How's it going, buddy? How it's going, going, dude. Um, good, good. But uh, well, welcome to the project, boys. Um, for those that might not know you, um, why don't you tell everyone um, kind of uh, what you do, who you are, start with Dan, and tell everyone about, about your podcast as well. Okay, yeah. Um, so my name is Dan Finity. I am a professional podcast guest, uh, Twitch broadcaster, <laughs> host of SideQuest Sunday, a uh, podcast about people who make content. I am a Planet Destiny com- contributor. I am a Ray of Sunshine and an offensive laugher. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that pretty much sums me up, uh, outside of the comment made today where someone said I was, I would be the child of Bill Nye and a fortune cookie. Good <laughs> God. Yeah. That's, that um, that's, sums me that's, that's delightful. Specific. <laughs> yeah. I, I put out these morning, like motivational tweets and they're right. only for yeah. me. I mainly is something that I need to hear. So I write it down and put it out. And usually like it, usually if I need to hear it, somebody else needs to hear it too. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that so somebody commented that I was that today and I was like, Oh yeah, that pretty much sums me up. 
Um, question. You're at your local diner having breakfast. Uh, yes. bacon, bacon strips or sausage links? Look, man, I always get the same thing. And it is it is uh, scrambled eggs, two pieces of wheat toast. Don't say um, The healthy man right there. I get uh, <laughs> I get corned beef hash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this whatever, damn Irish. Yeah, however they do, how like whatever hash browns they got. Uh, occasionally, <laughs> I've been known to get biscuits and gravy on the side. Oh, so, okay. do you get hash browns or home fries? There's a difference. I get hash browns. Yeah. Smart hash man. Brown, man. Smart but man. Wait, yeah. you didn't answer the question. Bacon or sausage? Well, look, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I still love you either way. Corn, corned beef hash, my dude. It's corned beef oh. hash. Well, I, I, I like sausage. You, I like bacon. You I could like go the, with the biscuits like and gravy. And you could say with the biscuits and the gravy. Typically, it's a sausage gravy. There's yeah. a sausage. Yeah. What, all the corned beef hash. Failure somewhere in my. It's future. like. Is right. like dog food in a can though? Corn Look, beef. man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you get your corned beef hash. Right. And but where I get it, Hormel's. Hormel's. That's the best. So Nine lives. Well, sugar for cats. Meowminos. The Domino's for cats. Um, awesome. <laughs> well, we're glad you're here, Dan. Um, glad to be here, Raven. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do professionally as well? Oh man. Um, hey, my name is Raven. Be Psycho Raven. I am a husband, dad. I am an RN, registered nurse. I'm currently in a mental health facility down here, and I work uh, for the university also. Future nurse uh, practitioner, psychiatric nurse practitioner. So you guys pray for me, okay? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm down here in Gainesville, Gainesville, man. And um, so I work at a dual diagnostic center. Um, we pretty much treat... Uh, mental health disorders. We treat substance abuse disorders. I see it all, man. Um, <clears throat> prior to working there, I used to kind of doubt, you know, as far as like schizophrenia and and if substance abuse is really uh, a disease. And it is. It, substance abuse is just like diabetes. And I think I shared this with Dan a long time ago. And yeah. like diabetes, you need treatment. You need insulin. Substance abuse, you need treatment you need you need therapeutic treatment <laughs> cognitively and sometimes medication that helps also um work very closely with the community we take you know oh man people that are baker acted i mean it's man it's it's fun every day <laughs> fun so I look forward to it though man i love it awesome so did did you start off your nursing career in that that type of nursing or or did you start somewhere else and kind of evolve to it so put it in a nutshell i was always afraid i guess you know listen to other people about applying to a nursing program because they oh you can't get in it's too hard you know blah 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 so i never applied so i went and got my bachelor's degree in psychology and i got accepted into uh nova for my master's for clinical psych and then you know, something just went off in my life. You should try nursing. Go back to your <laughs> first love, so to speak, you know. So anyway, man, you know, tried it. Um, 
I uh, applied for the first time, got in. I was like, man, that was easy. But the nice. program was hard. So, but yeah, it, it paid off, man. Um, and with clinical psych, I know Dr. Uh, Goku can probably um, attest to this clinical psych. You can, you're kind of honed in on one area almost. I mean, you can't, I mean, with social work, you can do anything. Social work, you can counsel, you can, um, you can do family counseling, you can do a lot of things with social work with MSW. But with clinical psych, you're kind of honed in for the most part. To just that area. So, yeah, I mean, w- w- wouldn't you say like a lot of people prefer that when they're, you know, aiming to that kind of profession, uh, you know, when they kind of, when they work on the clinical side of things, they kind of want to hone, uh, hone one area of expertise. Yeah, I would say so. But if they were to venture out to counseling, they couldn't, if I'm not mistaken. Like if they wanted to counsel, they can't counsel. Right. So it's, it's, it's 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 a gray area in there somewhere. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, awesome. Well, we're glad you're here. Thank you, sir. Thank Same you, sir. question. Breakfast diner down in Gainesville, Florida. Speaking oh, to someone man. who lives smack dab in the middle between Atlanta and Gainesville, Georgia. Oh man, uh, give me the pig, buddy. Bacon or something. Okay. All right. All right. One more. <laughs> Hash browns or grits. See, we we down here are Gainesvillians. We have the creamy, dreamy grits down here. Yeah, creamy, dreamy. Okay, you try these grits, you, you won't go back. When I, um, you know, I'm I'm not from here. I'm originally from uh, Boston, Massachusetts. So when I and I married a Southern Belle, and um, when we were dating, we went off for, one of the first times we went out for breakfast. Um, she said, "Have you ever had grits?" I was like, "No." And I, I'd lived in the South for a while and said, all right, you know, I'll try it. And then I, I, I put sugar on it and she literally almost slapped me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Yeah. Some butter on there. You're good to go. Yeah, of course. But, man. uh, awesome. But again, um, thank you both for being here. We're super excited. Um, a uh, quick show summary, um, for this week, uh, for a mental health topic, we're, we're going to be talking about eating disorders, um, and, uh, Dr. Goku's going to have an awesome character analysis later on, but what have we all been playing the past week or so? What, what, what about you, Raven? What, what you been playing? Destiny. That's the only I, game to play. I already knew that answer. What, what about you, Dan? I finished up the last word on mm. Tuesday yeah. morning. So I finished getting that. And then in the evening, I normally, I normally do reset stuff on Tuesdays with, uh, Bibble and Bibble and Jaden. When we uh, when we stream, Bibble when Bibble we Apex. How was it? Oh, Dude. how was Apex? <laughs> I dig it. I like. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a so battle royale like guy at Fortnite all. Fortnite for adults. Me neither. But I could see it being like. It's I Fortnite for adults. He said. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I heard. Um. <laughs> I I I streamed it uh, on Monday mm-hmm. when it came, like outside of today I was playing the Division Two beta a little bit, but. Since Monday, it's the only game I've been playing. It's yeah. The only game I've been playing. And I'm not a Battle Royale person. Like, I streamed it, and like 10 minutes it's into my stream, so good. Some, some random guy came in in my chat. He goes, oh, thank God. I'm, I'm tired of watching Fort shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude, and I'm not a Battle Royale guy, but like I Nor am love I. it. I completely mm-hmm. dig it. I was playing with a um, with uh, an, an esports guy that I met here in the uh, Atlanta area, and we were having a blast. It's so mm. much fun. It's a mix um, of Call of Duty, uh, Lawbreakers, 
Overwatch. Oh wow! A little yeah. bit of Fortnite, but not really. I heard. Yeah, no, I mean the only the, the only thing it has in common. Full. The the only thing it has in common with Fortnite is that it's a battle royale. Exactly. This, yeah. I would say it does same. not feel like Fortnite at all. No, it feels like, like Titan. It feels like Titanfall two. No, it's from the creators of Titanfall. Yeah, it, well, yeah. no, it, 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 it takes place in the Titanfall uh, universe world. So, oh no, shit. It's, no, it's it's so much fun. I love it. No wall running it's, and no Titans, but the shooting mechanics are almost the same. See, I well, was it's worried. The same studio. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. And I I know we're going to be talking about um, Apex later on, so I don't want to <laughs> go too much. No, yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's good. and it's free. Yeah, yeah, that's it's the free. Um, Dave, so, what you been playing? Division. With the hype of Division Two coming out, I I just start playing Division One. I'm almost done with it, but I'm having a lot of fun. It I I cannot believe I put that game off for so long. It's it's a lot of fun. It became really good after that 1.8 mm-hmm. patch. It's super yeah. exciting. Dude, Even when you're playing it's... solo and everything is. I don't know. You always yeah. feel like a like a badass, like when I you're playing like that game. Was, I feel like it was <laughs> overwhelming, though. Like all these weapons. These and that's how it was for me when I first played yeah. it, and then I yeah, put it away because and, of that. But now, now I get it. I don't know why. I, now I'm like, oh, this is what I do with my weapons. This is where this goes. Mm-hmm. This is trash, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it, the color scheme is completely different. You're like uh, it's great, <laughs> and um, I don't know. I and like like I don't. <clears throat> I didn't and I don't play Destiny because it's a looter shooter. I play it for the universe and like to play with my friends really. <laughs> but um Division, like I put my like looter shooter cap on and like I think of like all these crazy bills and stuff. That's stuff I would never do in Destiny. Take out your spreadsheets. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I got Google it. Sheets, I send them to my friends, I put them <laughs> in, in, in my little gaming Discord server. It's I'm, I'm digging the action in it. It's like, uh, I don't know, the movement of the guy. Like, you always feel like you're in trouble and you're like, I don't know, yeah. it feels like you're action it's, Jackson. It's, like, you know it's, I mean? it's always mm-hmm. a little suspenseful. Yes. Which is the fun part about it. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Um, Dr. <laughs> Peter, what you been playing? Um, so many things, because there's just been so many things lately. So I played the uh, VIP a beta of Anthem. Let's call it what Damn it is. right, it's a beta. It's a beta. <laughs> uh, had the extremely long loading screens there. Uh, played maybe like a 15 minutes or 20 minutes of uh, Division 2 um, beta today. So much better than Division 1. They added so much fluidity to, to it, uh, even in the small little time frame I played, and really yeah. toned down the the bullet genius of the en- the enemies. Mm. And they finally yeah. gave sniper rifles a, like a scope you view down. It's um, it's good. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm working on uh, my last word uh, recently, and I finally got through the um, the campaign for Smash. It only took me like. 29 hours. Watch nice. this spring. 15 more uh, they, characters they, will be added to Smash. They just added the uh, Piranha Plant. <laughs> I'm just waiting for a Guardian to show up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Joe, what you been playing? Uh, not much, really. Uh, I got to play a little bit of D2. 
uh, a couple nights this week. Uh, dude, I, I live on Destiny. I, whenever I have time to play, it's yeah Destiny. Um, I'm working on The Last Word. I haven't gotten it. Uh, I've been helping mm-hmm. uh, our good buddy Hill with <coughs> trying to get the Polaris Lance. Nice. Right now in D2, there's quite a lot of things to do for people that are, are returning. It is, yeah, it really is. I did just get my Luna. That was a grind. That was a big grind. Um, that Luna's crazy. Uh, I know they just changed uh, the Whisper now is always available. Yeah. 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 So that's going to help a, that's a, a whole good change. bunch of people there as well. <clears throat> that's a good change, especially with it being like uh, it's it's always available whenever there's a public event there it's mm-hmm. you don't have whenever you see cabal you don't have to be like god damn it <laughs> it's not the eternal cabal man that was loop that was, that was brutal i need it yeah i need to go yeah. get it i can yeah. probably solo it by now and yeah, we can go well, get it tonight uh, what do you want six six raven's like let's do it right something. now yeah no, I mean, everyone listen to what console <laughs> what console are you on? oh playstation okay dude look i'm <laughs> I'm a pro. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm a pro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many I helped get on the weekends when that first kind of went live, but it was it was it was kind of like the life bre- like the life breath of the channel there for a while on Sunday. Mm. It's just like waiting around. I'd tweet out and be like, "Cabal on Mars, don't don't bother," because like it's it's universal <laughs> for everybody. Yeah, and, uh, but. Yeah, we we helped a lot of people get those. I think Bibble and I actually had like, I want to say we had like a four hour run where we didn't have like a drop, like we didn't have a dropped one. They the cabal didn't show up, and we just ran for four hours helping people get their first whispers. It was awesome. I will say something about the um, the old bearded legion because <laughs> uh, you guys got a uh, Dan, you got a a Discord with a whole mess of people, mm-hmm. and I know that they are awesome, helpful people. Because oh. my phone Boom. goes off. <laughs> it stays busy. Discord. Constantly. <laughs> even uh... though I've muted your <laughs> server. Really? Okay. Well, uh, be, because we have the at PS symbol. Ah! <laughs> You found a back door. I'm in. I'm with the opposite, dude. Me and Joe, like, like, like we, we've talked about it privately to each other. I'm like, oh man, we gotta, we gotta take these Discord servers. Thanks, oh, oh, by the way, <laughs> you can tell on the weekend comps because it'll be like, like, oh, I got two messages there's, on there's, Discord, but if it's like, weekend, it's twenty five. If people yeah. need me, just, just text me. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll usually end tonight, and I'll get pinged from your server, and it's like I've del- I've muted the LFG channel. Server, <laughs> I get that, I get that I, server what, eight months ago. It's hilarious because it. because so one time I left your server, I was like, oh, well, if I leave the server and then join it again, no, no. I won't have the role. <laughs> and what so do you do? What, what do you do immediately? You give me the role again. You're welcome. <laughs> Somebody in the oh, Legion is sitting over there in a computer, like, just hacking you back. I got into the mainframe. <laughs> Listen, to Dan's defense, Dan has got me. A lot of Leviathans. Uh, a lot of Leviathan runs. 
<laughs> no, I mean, like- but 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 long story short, you've been, you've built an amazing community, yeah. very awesome and helpful people. I agree, and, yeah. totally. and that's that's really awesome. Well, it wasn't just me. It's all it's it's all. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did. They did a majority of the work. Well, it's like you're the Spartacus of your clan. Okay, you got all you the got, pop culture references. Yeah, you, you have chose a, the whitest possible. I'm the, I am Spartacus. <laughs> Spartacus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a Crixus. You got a Crixus right here. Yeah, but you also have an Automaeus that you know. So you're the Spartacus, Dan. You leading this bearded legion, dude. It won't know. be right if you don't in the middle of the stream scream out Spartacus at Just some wait, point. Wait for yeah. it, guys. He needs to. <laughs> That's insane, dude. I love jumping into your server. I mean, even though I get pinged like all day and I've muted everything, I still jump in. And I'll tell you what: if I need help with anything in Destiny. Oh yeah, your community oh. is always there, and they're always so helpful. And and then they'll and then and then they'll ping like six hundred other people. Oh, yeah, yeah. one more person. We need yeah, we need one other person. It's just like bing 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 bing. And yeah, yeah man. what time you need to do this? You need to do it twice. We'll yeah. do it three times just in case. Like, <laughs> you, you, like no one even needs Twitter if they want to find out what's going on in the Destiny community anymore. They just go into his server yeah. and just click add. Oh my god. Yeah, there's that. Well, and also, so I started, I created like a Google calendar for my, for just my schedule now. And I've started mm-hmm. adding like dates for game releases on there too. So if you need any uh, details, just schedule. Oh, wow. Nice. Old, awesome. Well. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. I've been trying. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're, we're going to move it on or else we'll just sit here. Uh, talking forever. Um, Dr. Goku, why don't you take us through our mental health topic this week? This week, we're going to be talking about eating disorders. Uh, like many of our topics that we discuss, um, eating disorders is, like any other of the topics, is a vast area, and we're not going to be able to go in-depth on, every- on everything and talk about mm-hmm. everything, so we're just going to go through a, a good overview of what eating disorders are. Eating disorders are a serious illness comprised of physical and cognitive <sighs> symptoms that can have a profound consequence on the individual's overall health and quality of life. The eating disorders include bulimia nervosa, anorexia nervosa, <clears throat> binge eating disorders, and other specific feeding and eating disorders. Eating disorders affect both men and women, but are mostly diagnosed with women. They often develop develop during adolescence, but may emerge at any point across the lifespan. Bulimia occurs in 1-3%, to and anorexia around uh, 0.3-1% of mm-hmm. uh, individuals, and, and typically with, like I mentioned, with women. It's also been reported that uh, 3% of the population has binge eating disorder, and according to, uh, in terms of Canada, the public health agency, approximately 3% of women will be affected <coughs> by an eating disorder in their lifetime. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about a few, a couple of the big ones, which are bulimia, anorexia, and binge eating. 
Bulimia is characterized by a cyclical pattern of binging and the use of compensa- uh, compensatory strategies uh, like uh, what we typically call purging. Mm-hmm. Binging means eating a large amount of food in a very brief period of time, experiencing a sense of loss of control. The purging behaviors or uh, compensatory behaviors are strategies uh, used to get rid of the unwanted <coughs> calories and include self-induced vomiting, abuse of laxative, diuretics, uh, excessive exercise, or even fasting. Individuals with bulimia also experience uh, shape and weight as core determinants of self-esteem. Anorexia is characterized by a significant weight loss due to restrictions in food intake and extreme fear of gaining weight or becoming fat, feelings of fatness, and experiencing body shape and weight as core determinants of self-esteem. Some individuals with anorexia also experience episodes of binging and or uh, the use of compensatory behaviors. And there's also the binge eating disorder, which is characterized by recurrent binge eating episodes. It is uh, differentiated uh, from bulimia by the absence of the use of compensatory behaviors. Individuals with binge eating disorders commonly report dieting between binge episodes. This dieting behavior is markedly different from fasting or extreme dietary restrictions uh, frequently observed within bulimia. And the list goes on uh, when we can talk about specifics within uh, those disorders. One thing that we need to understand with uh, eating disorders is they're very dangerous for the person's health. Mm -hmm. It's also very difficult to treat because it's something that has a core, um, has a negative core impact for the person. It's so rooted into uh, their psychology, the way they perceive themselves and the world that a lot of people even when people reach out to them, it's going to be very hard for them to really realize how far gone they have become. Yeah. When we talk about anorexia, self-worth is often a very much caught up uh, with weight, shape, control, and and mainly control (laughs) over eating. A lot of people that develop anorexia will have gone through some some type of trauma. They have gone through difficulties in their lives where they feel been in absence of control. And the only thing they feel they can control in their life is their food intake. And that develops into its own disorders. When it comes to um, mental, not necessarily the mentals, but the physical difficulties with uh, eating disorders. I think, Raven, you may be a little bit uh, more capable to answer these uh, these topics than I am. Yeah. So what so, are the, uh, the health risks of eating disorders? So with so physically, you know, um, I mean, you, you have sleeping problems. 
I mean, um, obviously with the loss of fat, you're feeling cold all the time. You have dry skin. You have brittle hair. I think the term is called lanugo, that fine, fine hair. So that's mm-hmm. just a another trait of malnutrition. Um, it, it, obviously, you mentioned noticeable fluctuations in weight. Um, they have stomach cramps. I mean, the the um, the the females they pretty much they have the menstrual in in in. in Irregular Larry's, I can't speak tonight. So, so anyway, they're missing their periods. They're only having a period while on their, you know, on the contraceptive. So it's a lot of stuff that, um, that, 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 that they're prone to. Muscle weakness is one of, I mentioned earlier about the potassium levels and, you know, not having enough potassium. Um, their immune system is not, not well. Um, to share about one of the eating disorders, I, actually had a family member and she was suffering from the pica. It was a pica eating disorder. And um, pretty much they ingest substances that are not (laughs) normally ingested. Like she was eating, I think, cotton from the sofa and she would eat this stuff. I mean, by the, yeah. So she was eating cotton and I think clay. So, she, we had, you know, she, you know, we, she had some trauma early on in her life and it kind of, you know, it, it, it showed and it showed and she, in the way she dealt about it, she was eating this cotton and this clay and, um, you know, we got her treated. And so, I mean, today she's, you know, she's doing much, much better, but, um, so Pika, Pika is real too. I mean, mm-hmm. very, very much so. It very is. Yes. Yeah. So. One of the main concerns uh, when we talk about uh, rapid weight loss is mm-hmm. the impact it has on a person's heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, the medical risks when it comes to eating disorders on the heart, uh, it may lead to it feeling tired much easily. Uh, you can feel lightheaded, you can feel faint, uh, you've been sensitive t- uh, to cold, you can have a regular mm-hmm. heartbeat, you, you can experience chest pain. When mm-hmm. a pain, uh, person rapidly loses weight, the size and the strength of their heart substantially decreases. The heart's not able to pump uh, blood or enough blood around the body as efficiently as it should. And this leads to them feeling lightheaded, feeling dizzy uh, mm-hmm. when they suddenly stand up or lay down. Um, it also leads to a much higher risk of uh, heart attacks, just mm-hmm. because the heart is working overtime just because it's so malnourished. There's also an effect on their bones and bone density, just because it's not absorbing enough nutrients. And a lot of people think that eating disorders uh, are something that happens mainly uh, with girls and women, but it shows that about 25 to 40 percent of people with eating disorders are male. I know someone in the chat had mentioned uh, body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. Body dysmorphia can lead to um, uh, eating disorders, but they're kind of two separate things, but they can be intertwined. Yeah. So yeah. you can have body dysmorphia and without it leading to an eating disorder. So body dysmorphia is just seeing or uh, having um, 
a different perception of your body, mm-hmm. but someone may not necessarily uh, act on it. But that's a, a whole other topic for a whole yeah. other discussion there as well. Right. Yeah, that's. Really I wanted to uh, comment on the when you said something about art, like with the those eating disorders. They <clears throat> so they have bradycardia, and bradycardia is anything your heart rate any sixty. Okay, so they literally like you. And the so their blood pressure is like very low, man. I'm saying like 90s over 50s. So with the heart, though, Damn. the bradycardia, man, they literally they their <laughs> their heart literally will stop beating. So let's say a normal heart rate is what about 80, 70 to 80 beats per minute, give or take. They're on everything. Give, yeah? Exactly, exactly. But when you take an athletic person, like a person that's in the Olympics. Their heart rate may be 50 or 40, but it's different. They have built that much muscle in their heart and it's beating that much effectively. But when we're talking about disorders, when you're when their heart rate is about 40, their heart, they're not perfusing in that much blood. So the, the, the heart the, is struggling. Exactly. Their heart is struggling. So then that, that comes with dehydration. So the so their their heart will literally stop. It goes from 40 to a minute to 30 and then assist asystole just flatline you know yeah, the, the way so. I, I explain it is think about it as a car engine so most car <clears throat> engines run on four or six cylinders mm-hmm. and the more it gets used the more that certain pistons will start to fail and you're still trying to drive on the highway but your uh, four cylinder car is running on two cylinders mm-hmm you can still get to that 60 mile an hour, but it's going to take you a whole lot more effort and your car is going to suffer a lot more damage. That's and true. that's one of, one of the dangers because a lot of people with eating disorders, certainly anorexia or bulimia, uh, they will have excessive amounts of exercise. So there's the dietary restrictions, mm-hmm. and, but we talked about those compensatory behaviors. And over-exercising with a heart that is overstrained is almost a ticking time bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've had a few clients, uh, like I mentioned previously, I am no no expert on eating disorders. It it requires uh, special training to really focus on eating disorders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the general basis of it, but I had a few clients that did suffer from eating disorders in the past, and they were put on bed rest because any amount of uh, exertion was dangerous for them. Wow! Walking down, walking up and down the stairs wow. would have been dangerous. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. brings up a something I wanted to talk about on the show, just because it's been blowing up on um, YouTube and on Twitter and on Reddit. Uh, for the past few days, which is the Twitch streamer and YouTuber Eugenia Cooney. Uh, I shared a video to to you guys prior to this episode. Uh, In her latest video, we see her very, very um, emaciated. Mm. She was already rather thin. I I heard about her previously, uh, just because people were concerned about her. I think it was back in like 2014, and uh, she has lost more weight there as well. And people are very concerned 
about her. And when you look at her, you can see how anorexia can take hold and the damage it can do on on a person. Yeah. But in her mind, uh, and I'm not going to presume that she is suffering from anorexia. It does seem like she is. Uh, I'm not her therapist. I don't know her personally. And I can't uh, begin to hypothesize what's going on in her life. But the more people try to reach out to her, the more she brushes it off. And the more yeah. it seems as she likes the attention. Uh, because it's confirming what she wants. She wants to be perceived as this very thin person. It's giving her her self-worth, but it's also extremely dangerous. Yes, very. I don't know if you have any experiences with uh, patients that have been hospitalized at your facility for eating disorders? We get very few um, eating disorder patients. Um, but I, I want to just, you know, just hypothetically speaking about Eugenia Cooney, why, why do you think they... Um, go on this what what why would that come about is it what did she any kind of abuse in her childhood was it um i don't know it can be a number of factors yeah trying to fit in on a i don't know the cheerleading squad something like that like just trying to be perfect you know yeah or it starts off with a, a lot of the times it starts off with something like that and yeah. it, it just escalates from there uh, I know a while ago, um, Tumblr had to shut down a whole bunch of um, pro-Anna pages. Wow. Uh, that was a good couple of years ago. Because the anorexia community will ch um, exchange tips within themselves. And it's like a subgroup that will almost help fuel the disorder. Mm -hmm. And one of the main challenges when someone suffering from an eating disorder goes for treatment, uh, they go to a specialized facility or they go to a psychiatric ward or um, right. they go into <clears throat> groups and it's very mm -hmm. dangerous for them just because they'll try to exchange. Oh, I did this. That mm -hmm. person did that. If we are to have an eating disorder patient, they're typically one to um, and a one to one is a person with that person at all times. I mean, to the rest, to the bathroom when they go to lunch, uh, obviously. Um, yeah, that person we t typically designate a person with them at all times when they're sleeping. They're they're right there. They're charting. You know, they they do not leave their side. Now with um. Eating disorders and, you know, especially with anorexia, you know, due to the nature of it, um, is it safe to say, or are there any metrics on like, um, those that seek treatment? Cause I mean, the whole epicenter of, of, uh, anorexia, I mean, you do, I don't see someone who's suffering from anorexia saying, you know what? I think it's time I see someone. I mean, I would presume that more often than not, it's, you know, a loved one or a family member is like really worried about them to, you know, try and find out, try and find professional help for them. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, w- w- would would that be safe to say that more often than not that's the case, or, or is that just like impossible to analyze? It's very difficult to get them to treatment, mm-hmm. right? Just because in their minds they're fine. Mm-hmm. There's they're a problem, just- and they're and they're and they're just trying to fix it. Yeah, or not necessarily that there's a problem. It's just that. The way they look is normal. Right. But mm-hmm. they're also going to do a lot of behaviors to hide how thin they are. Right. So they're going to wear extremely baggy clothes. Just not in a way that they just don't want people always commenting on how thin they are. Mm-hmm. Right. Talking about the body dysmorphia is when they look in the mirror, they don't see how thin they are. Right. They always typically see themselves bigger than they are. And that's the the whole psychological aspect of it that is so difficult for them to realize what's going on. Uh, And it's something that happens for for most people. Most people, if they want to lose weight or they go to the gym, you go there for a month or two and then you look in the mirror and, well, nothing's really changed. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because you get used to seeing yourself over and over and over again, but someone that hasn't seen you for two weeks, uh, two months, or three months, they'll notice that difference. And those are the people that speak up to these people that suffer from anorexia, but they don't believe also, it's as big of an issue as they're making it out to be. Yeah, I also believe that they have um, co-occurring disorders also. So it's not just anorexia. I think they may have either depression or or type or maybe some type of anxiety order because I think it's common that eating disorder primary disease suffers. If that's why they kind of you have to treat both diseases. I mean, you know, if they're just treating anorexia, the the trauma, the anorexia, the depression, the anxiety, they have to relearn how to eat. They have to develop a new relationship with food Mm -hmm. just because with the restriction, uh, their stomach has contracted to such a small size that they just need to relearn how to be full. And it's a long, arduous process. And I urge anyone that, is possibly suffering from an eating disorder listening to this, or if you know of someone that mm-hmm. um, in your immediate family or your friends that does suffer from an eating disorder or, or that you believe may be suffering from an eating disorder, to reach out to them, to tell them your concerns and understand that you won't be able to make them go seek treatment but you can maybe help them po- to point them in a direction that could help. Good, that's good. I don't know awesome. if anyone has anything else to, to add to, uh, to the discussion. I don't know. Does, does anyone else have any questions for Dr. Goku or, um, or Raven? Awesome. All right. Um, well, thank you, uh, Dr. Goku and Raven. Thank you for your um, uh, perspective on it. Um, but let's move on to some gaming news. I think, what did Polygon call it? The worst kept gaming secret in recent years, which was uh, Apex Legends. 
by an EA studio called Earthfall. There was almost there was not a lot of info about it. Um, they said that we're going to tell you about our new game tomorrow, which was this past Monday, um, and they released it the same day as its announcement. That was their undisclosed project they were working on. And um, Apex Legends hit 10 million unique players in 72 hours. Oh, wow. Um, the game Apex is Legends, phenomenal. It is fantastic. It is a battle royale that Try. takes place in the um, uh, world of Titanfall, also made by Earthfall, the EA studio. Respawn. It is uh, Respawn. Respawn. Yeah. Oh, I keep saying that. <laughs> um, but no, it is it's fantastic. the old Infinity Ward guys. Yeah, and like, it's where is Earthfall stuff coming. From? Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying that. Uh, by Respawn <laughs> Entertainment, and it is fantastic. Um, you, it's it's a different it's a, spin on the BR. Yeah, and it's it, um, it's a three man squad that I really really like. I because what I and I love dropping into a match because one person can control. Where you land goes. and stuff. Yes. I mean, in a, in a are with a you know two other blueberries and you don't like where they're going, you you can break off solo if you need to. But um, I love the weapons. I love the the abilities. Each each um character has their own different types of abilities, and it's super fun. I was having a blast. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's a hero me, battle royale with squads. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I There's, I re. I hope they don't make they don't make a a, a solos version of it because that will ruin it. That will yeah, absolutely the, the, ruin the it. The squad version is really that's fantastic. Um, Dan, yeah. I, I I know you you said you played it a bit, weren't you? I played with I played a bit of it on Tuesday with Bibble um, after downloading it on Monday, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like I I really like the movement more than. A lot of other BRs that I've played, right? The guns feel really smooth. Oh yeah! If you haven't played Titanfall two, you should. It's hella mm-hmm. cheap on the PSN store right now. That's <laughs> those are all the guns yeah. from it. It's fantastic. It's cool. It's super interesting. Like kind of looking at looking at this and its final and its like form on release. Mm-hmm. It's a right. free battle royale. That I, as far as I know, didn't have many like issues on opening day, server wise. No, but no, it's fantastic. Like I, <laughs> you have like from the same company coming like two weeks from now, like Anthem, which like the right. beta was was mired with all sorts of issues, mm-hmm. and it's I don't know it it was it was surprising the amount of polish that was on that game already, the the. The idea of having having it be kind of like a hero fighter as well as a BR is super interesting. Having kind of like Borderlands ish armor pieces that you can find out in the in the world. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting for them in terms of D- DLC of adding new heroes. Yeah, well, yeah, and they're talking they're talking about doing that like what every three months is like a new season. Oh wow! So so they're going to be like they're going to be updating it and keeping it rolling. Right. The best thing, I think the best thing about it is, even if you're with blueberries, you don't have to be in comms with them, so you don't have to hear about like, <laughs> oh yeah, whatever happened at yeah, school yeah. that day. I, yeah. I love <laughs> ping it. 
That's one of my favorite things. I love that pinging and spawning mechanic. Yeah. It's so good. Here's a helmet. Take this helmet. I don't want to talk to you. You can communicate without having to. Here's this gun. (laughs) Take this gun and here's some light ammo and some heavy ammo for this gun. I don't want to talk to you. You can do that if you want. I feel like we should explore that area over there. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Sorry, I I see. I put. I see uh, foot footprints leading off of that. That's where we go. So, do you think? I guess this is the the biggest question because that they were trying to compare Anthem to Destiny. Do you think these games are comparing themselves to Destiny indirectly? I don't think so. I like honestly, I think good mechanics are good mechanics. And like, you'll see that anywhere. Like, you're you're seeing a lot of comparison to Destiny because a it's a really big well, it's a really big game. Uh It's a really big game in the looter shooter genre, and it has had no competition for years, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, Mm -hmm. Um, right now it's kind of Division came out. Well, the see uh, the uh, Destiny community really loves comparing every game to Destiny, right? Well, <laughs> well, they're they're not, they reach not going to be an island adventure. Not only that, that. So, so, you know, I don't know why people are comparing it to to Destiny. Well, not, not only that, to the Destiny. content creators <laughs> did they not reach out to the content creators? Like, well, so I guess. You, not only do you have like the the Destiny community comparing it to Destiny, but you also have like a a lot of the game media also plays Destiny. Like it's like just a thing that I've stu- that I've found out and stumbled upon through listening to different podcasts and everything. Like yeah, uh, um, Jeff, I think it's Jeff from uh, Giant Bomb. Like he's a huge proponent of Destiny. Yeah. And he loves he loves the game even like down to the point where like when when it, they were doing best ongoing game last year he was like hey um, or no Brad Brad is the proponent of Destiny but he was like hey I'm gonna put Destiny two in the pot because Forsaken was awesome <laughs> you know like <laughs> and so like we we just know what we like and Bungie got a lot right with the recipe right off the right. bat right and so I think. As far as BRs go, the feel of Apex is really close to Destiny. So, like, 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 not one for one. The movement is much more fluid. The movement, mm-hmm. like, the movement's great. The weapons don't don't feel the same, but that's okay. That's fine. They don't need to feel the same at all. Um, I, I like a little variety in my first person shooters, mm-hmm. but it's a first person shooter first and foremost. Absolutely. In my eyes. Right. And that's, that's what really pulls it out of the pack for me. Like, when it, when it comes to other BRs, I know Call of Duty is now a Battle Royale game, technically, I guess. I wasn't, uh, I played the free weekend of uh, yeah. the Black Ops 4, and I didn't like it. Felt like a yeah. $60 H1Z1. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. H1Z1's wow. free. Just get that if you wanna. If you wanna be mad all the time, right? <laughs> PUBG, I know Dave's playing a lot of PUBG. I don't know how you compare it to PUBG. He's finally not playing it on his phone as much. <laughs> nothing. So nothing compares. Well, PUBG said it's the pace of PUBG is just different than all the other ones. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you put Shroud in playing PUBG, he plays it fast. He plays it. He goes into like. The shit, you know, like he, 
Yeah. He plays yeah. way different. So when you're watching him play and everything, he looks like a fast game and everything. But PUBG is actually like a slower paced game. Like you, you, you mm. kind of like build up a narrative. You don't jump and you just start fighting. So that's how I play mm. PUBG. That's how I enjoy it. And that's how I get the difference out of it. Hmm. But, uh, you know, like, uh, to, uh, Apex. it's completely different because Apex yeah. is, it's still a lot, very fast paced, you know, Apex is no frying pans either. Uh, I played blackout quite a bit with, uh, some board friends and it's, it's a lot closer to blackout than you might think, mm-hmm. except that all the nuisance from blackouts are not in, yeah. in Apex. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, and, so, I mean, I, I think what the, um, why it's so attractive, I think, is that the the characters have these special abilities, you know, supers. But blend of Overwatch and Blackout. Yeah, it, it, uh, and you got supers in, in Apex, like no no other battle royale have done anything like that. Yeah, no, it, it yeah. kind of breaks the notion of like balance. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and, and like I, I, there are a lot of people um, like focusing on it being the Fortnite killer, and you know, I don't. I don't. Uh, they're think, not going to take away Fortnite. I don't yet. Well, I mean, it's possible. I mean, Fortnite's going to burn. Fortnite is going to burn out eventually. Yeah, that's that's going to happen. That's but, true. but what I'm trying to say is that um, I think um, they're just uh, responding. Yeah, just focusing on making a a free quality game that people are going to enjoy, which is well, the, the right thing. Well, they're coming out with another BR next month. Correct. Well, a whole different studio. Uh, Dice is coming out with um, uh, Firestorm for the for Battlefield, mm-hmm. so that that'll be interesting. Oh wow! It's I've been it, hearing well, that people are thinking maybe they want to split it off and make it its own title, but I don't, I don't know how do well it's going to go. They don't do that. I don't think so. Or they they might just make Firestorm free. I don't know. But mm-hmm. so you don't need to have the, the base BF five game to to play Firestorm. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, well, it's the same. I mean, like Fortnite. I mean, you you don't get the PVE stuff unless you pay for it. But mm, you right. still you still load the same application. Um, it's just split. It's just split out. Yeah. But, Before yeah. we um, move on from Battle Royale, remember this word: Spellbreak. That's the game that I'm waiting for. Okay. Spellbreak. Spellbreak. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Look it up if you get a chance. It's, I don't know. It's just magic. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's so climactic. And when I say magic, it's like, it's magic. Like, there's magic in the game. Like, oh, it's it's magic? You know. Yeah, it's kind of like a, I don't know how to explain it. It's It's like Battle Royale, but you're like throwing potions, you're throwing uh, spells, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're fighting around castles. Your characters are like, um, I don't know, like magic. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So awesome. it looks really good, and it looks super action-packed. Um, awesome. Um, well, recently, Joe, what um, what what iconic weapon from Destiny One came back to Destiny Two? Oh, mm-hmm. That sick hip-firing hand cannon that just wrecked PvP. No, uh, last word came back. Apparently, it's better on PC than it is on console. Yeah. Of course, yeah. it's PC. I think that's everything cool. is better on PC. Yeah, yeah. But, but that, except for your friends list. <laughs> oh! 
Ooh. You just got it served. Damn, <laughs> <Yeah>, son! <laughs> No, I loved how they released it because uh, Bungie's really good at doing teaser trailers, and they had a really sweet teaser trailer f- leading into the last word quest coming out. Mm-hmm. But at the end, the last five seconds, the big quote, oh. every hero needs a villain, and mm-hmm. you see some thorn bolts hitting the wall with a shady hunter doing some... Sidestepping to get out of the way. Dirty hunter. And that brings up the um, <laughs> the lore video that Bife put out the last week. That's getting national attention really on good. all yeah, sorts that thing of nice, fantastic, nice. Didn't Paul do a write up on it? On uh, oh, yeah, so yes, he did. Yeah, it was fun hearing the voices of the voiceovers. Like recognizing mm-hmm. something. I know Nems did such a good job. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I know that voice. There's a lot of PD, a lot of PD folks. You yeah. had uh, you had Cronus uh, and uh, Elf Bless as a uh, as um, your and uh, Mel- uh, Shin or yeah Shin Melfer, respectively. Like it was awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. it was really cool, and it was. I actually I couldn't watch it. I was at work, but I converted it to an MP3. <laughs> and listen to it like a podcast. Oh, dude, it was, cool. it was so cool, dude. It's what I do with most of Vice videos. I mean, some of them go over forty-five minutes, oh, yeah. and I, 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 I can't, I can't right. watch YouTube that long on my phone. So I end up just <laughs> taking it and just convert it to an MP3, and then I listen to it like a podcast like, yeah. while I'm working. And dude, that was a that was a well put together. I really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, as we plug. touched on. <laughs> by flood. like and subscribe mm-hmm. um hit the bell <laughs> and what launched this morning it was the division two private beta mm-hmm. oh my god if you played division one and you might not have been as satisfied i definitely when they do the open beta check out the division two because it is Less amazing yes yeah. bullet spongy uh the the weapons got a nice rework i love the the skills we got to try out. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, looks great. The gameplay is smoother. Uh, the graphics look phenomenal. No more snow. <laughs> now, where does this one take place? The other uh, one took place in New York. This one This is- one takes place in Washington, D.C. In fact, your, like base of opera- your base of operations is the White House. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, it's, nope. it's supposedly one for one. Bibble, Bibble and I were playing it tonight before we jumped in this call. Yeah. And like he goes, holy shit, this is South DC. And like he's like he he grew up there, so he's like noticing all the right. Like, all yeah, the that, um, yeah. <clears throat> it's really that that city from that's cool. From Division One was pretty accurate, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I love yeah. I love that map. Just running around well, and just well, looking at everything. I remember in Division One when the first. Um, screenshots I took was like, you know, those like, um, those like signs on the side of the railway and they can like, they can Mm -hmm. like customize it, like road work this way. And it was like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was like eat, shit and die or something like that. Uh, (laughs) And then I saw one in that city is amazing. And then I saw one in the division two beta today and it was like a sign in somewhere in DC and it said F the, 
government. <laughs> okay. like oh, you're keeping it true, just like the first one. Um, I like. But no, it looks it looks great. Um, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, it's, wanna, super, it's super fluid, uh, and from what I played for of it today, it was like an instant buy. It's yeah, it's oh, not, wow. it's, it's that not, good. Yeah, it it feels that good, and like I guess this is. I don't know. I hate to keep like dogging on the anthem demo, but like it's <laughs> like opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. It, because like I was able to actually get into it and I was actually <laughs> able to play it, be able to play it, have fun with it and like enjoy my friends rather than talk about how much like I couldn't get into the demo. Right. And this is an Ubisoft game. And if no one's yeah. ever played an Ubisoft game, well, if you're on PlayStation, download For Honor for free. Um, yeah. 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 But, but um, Ubisoft games take a while to load. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of uh, bugs, too, in a lot of Ubisoft games. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, Ghost Recon, Division yep. 1, mm-hmm. um, Rainbow Six Siege, they all take yeah. a while to load. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it killed Watch me that dogs. There were so many connection errors with Anthem. So I finally got in with Anthem, and what really let me down with with all the YouTube videos, you're flying through the water, right? It looks cool. I get up and fly. I'm overheating in like ten seconds, so yeah. I got to kind of drop down and kind of cool off in the water, whatever. But the flying part didn't grab me. I felt like that would grab me out of everything, but it it didn't. It did. It did nothing for me. Yeah. It didn't for me at first, but once I figure out that you you can stop in the air and shoot mm-hmm. from the air and kind of yeah. like you know like uh striving and whatnot in the air, yeah. it keeps you in the air a lot longer. And uh, okay. when you're shooting and you're fighting, <laughs> yeah. I think I like so, the game more. That's what I. Go ahead. Like uh, if if you guys got on like uh. I'd, if you made it to like a few missions or whatever, like, did you mm-hmm. actually enjoy the gameplay and all that? Like, I did not. I, I did, I, but you have to treat it differently. So it's not necessarily a shooter. You have to use your abilities and combos, then finish up with your guns. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah there's it's a, a standalone. I mean, there's a lot going on in it. It's a gorgeous game, yeah. but yeah, I think yeah. I'll like it more when the full game comes out and you get mods and stuff, and it'll right. allow you to fly longer without you know going under you know recharging essentially and you know, hovering in the air for a little longer, just yeah. modding everything, get all the little goodies and everything to really make it feel more concrete. Yeah. Yeah, Anthem's I'm gonna world hit. is really intriguing me. Yes, it is. I, I want to know yeah. about the story, but well, I'm, I'm gonna play that game like a filthy casual. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm filthy yeah, I'm, casual. I'm gonna wait a couple months on that one, just yeah, like because I don't, I don't know, like I don't know what it's gonna look like at launch, and it like I, it could be that like a couple, I watch a couple streams and I'm like, okay, well they fixed everything, cool. <laughs> like right, right now, like. Their like community managers are doing an excellent do- job of communicating, mm-hmm. but like I don't know, there's some there's something that disconnects there for me. Whereas with Ubisoft and Division Two, it started it fired on all cylinders, like throughout the entire thing. I think like at the end when I was cut when I was cutting it loose, uh, when we when we were cutting it sh- the end of stream that like I experienced an audio bug. But like, it was it, it was. I got really one of them like, too. 
It was just a machine gun going off the entire. That's time. the one I got. I I took a video yeah. of it and I um I put it on the um on the uh, Division Two forums for the for the devs or whatever. But yeah, yeah. other than that, it was smooth for me. But, yeah, um, but any open world game is going to come out with a bunch of bugs. Right. It's almost yeah. incredible. Yeah. Because it's a beta, not a demo. <laughs> well, but, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think yeah, that's part of it is like managing launch. expectation. Man, like managing expectation at launch of anything yeah. related to your game is like is a huge thing. And like one thing that Apex did very well, they managed expectations fantastically. They're like, you because know what? they only had 20 minutes. Put it, <laughs> you put it out, you guys have fun with it. And then like people are having fun with it, right? And the, like, like they they pulled off something phenomenal. Like <laughs> Yeah. You know, it was a magic trick. You know, I was uh kind of following this this whole game for uh, about a month now cuz people have yeah. been thinking that uh it was going to be an actual uh Titanfall version yeah. of PR, so yeah, there's people it, it, that just, knew about it somewhat. Yeah. Maybe they thought uh, it was going to be the Titanfall 3. Yes. Well, yeah. the Battle Royale. Somewhere down the line, I th- like, they had said something about like a Battle Royale, and then like I think people jumped to the conclusion of Titanfall 3. <laughs> like, really easy. Um, because, yeah, that, that's what we've seen from Respawn up to this point. You know, I mean, I even you know when we go back to Destiny D one day days mm-hmm. and all the known issues that Destiny had, yeah, I, I felt like it was it was still playable. We still can log in even though you get kicked to orbit five times, but you still can. <laughs> it depends on what part of the raid you're on, but yes, <laughs> well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> For so. Destiny, the issue unless it was a iron the issues Destiny had was not with kind of the core mechanics, but mainly with mm-hmm. like, the story mm-hmm. or yeah. the lack of content. Mechanically, yeah. Destiny's always been a rock-solid game. Yeah. yeah. You guys do remember Rise of Iron, right? Rise of remember Iron. That oh, <laughs> Rise of Iron. Uh, I, I remember back... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Vanilla D1 <laughs> with uh, the loot cave... And the damn Cryptarch. <laughs> I'm still pissed at him for turning my legendary Ingram to a blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First legendary That's, Ingram that dropped. So you rewarded him blue. by. So you rewarded him by buying. It. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. There's a, like, des- division division like in its current state. Is is a really solid game. Yeah, and like I, they learned a. You can tell that they learned a lot from the previous game and the issues that they had there, especially with the bullet sponge spunniness, because mm-hmm. like those those ads now are oh, they God. go they don't go down quick. And mm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, I'm guessing the bosses are gonna be a little bit more bu- bullet spongy, and it's one thing that took me yeah. away in terms of the immersion of Division mm-hmm. One of. I can get behind shooting a big alien with a whole bunch of bullets. Yeah, has a whole lot of armor. But someone that's wearing a leather jacket and a yeah. and it takes yeah. three mags to kill him. Uh, I have a hard time with that. I I had a shotgun today that was like Anton Sigur's shoddy from uh from No Country for Old Men. 
<laughs> and I knew I'd love it because like the, the spread was like it was like so tight. The spread was so tight, and then like it just made that like a cool like sound mm-hmm. as it like shot out and like was nailing people in the chest. So I was like, yes, oh. I want this more all the time, please. What yes. was that sound? It was like. All right, thank you. We got it. You're welcome. <laughs> Twitch clip of the month right there, boys. Yeah. <laughs> you still haven't said Spartacus yet. We're going to have to get him. Not yet. Yep. Don't, don't force it. He's going to do it the most inappropriate moment. It's going to be yeah, amazing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Exactly. Yeah. But um, And one more thing in gaming news I want to talk about, and it's definitely a lot more serious. Um, than Division 2, Apex, and The Last Word. Um, as a lot of people know, I'm, I'm fairly with the, um, the Twitch Atlanta group down here in Atlanta, Georgia. And, uh, like we get to, it's a bunch of broadcasts. We, we get together, we have fun time, we, you know, just, uh, get to meet, meeting other broadcasters. It's just in real life grabbing a drink, going to play in an arcade. It's a lot of fun. Um, down here in Atlanta, it was started by a uh, broadcaster who's a Twitch partner. He was also an employee of Hi-Risk Studios. Um, his tag was Elvine, LOL. Um, his, his name is Thomas Young. You have probably saw it in the news. He, oh. was, he was part of a... Um, of over 20 people that were arrested around the time of the Super Bowl by uh, a state um, investigation here in Georgia in the Atlanta area for um, trying to catch. No, it was the state one. Uh, It was conducted by by the GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, and a bunch of other law enforcement agencies. But he was um, arrested and charged with um, child solicitation through a communication device. Um, the GBI, it it was a sting. Um, it wasn't an actual child, thank God. But, um, he believed he was talking to a 14 year old child. Um, and down here in Georgia, the age of consent is 16 years old, but, um, you know, he, he had believed he was speaking to a 14 year old child and, when he went to go meet them at like a Kroger or whatever, you know, all the law enforcement agencies picked them up and arrested him. And um, I think an indictment is on its way, but anyways, he's been arrested and charged for that. Um, but, uh, you know, it's someone I, I had met, you know, I, I knew he was a little weird, a little different, but like it kind of caught all of us by surprise. Um, but um, one of our, past streamers for one of our charity streams and going to be on our next one coming up this month. Uh, Dr. Crazy is taking over the group. What was really interesting is so he was a Twitch partner and our uh, Twitch Atlanta discord server was um, partnered with discord. So when it happened, um, Oh, by the way, Hyrus studios, his employer, the game development company um, found out about it by watching the news. Um, and, and they, and they released a very great statement about saying, you know, he's no longer employed. We didn't know about it. We found out we saw on the news, but, um, when it happened, when it went through the news, uh, random staff members from discord popped into our discord server 
to reassign it to someone else hmm. and hooked us up with the leader of I think Twitch Calgary in Canada. Their their group up there, which is very very well moderated up there. And they came in and uh, we were able to get like our Twitter back and you know, working on our Facebook and stuff like that. Um but no, it was interesting to see these companies just kind of react to it and go through it right away. Um, to the parent listening, if you have if you have a child that is, I mean, my my oldest is about to be nine in March, and like I've spoken to her about internet safety. And whatnot. Mm. If you haven't, whoever is listening to this, if if you haven't spoken to your child about uh, internet safety and the thing out for I want you to pause this podcast right now and go talk to them um it, you, it is i mean my my kids are eight and five and i've spoken to both about it um you know i know i know dave has has teenage <laughs> um so i mean like please talk to your kids about it and if you think um your child is having a conversation with someone that they shouldn't and you don't know how to talk to them about it, talk to their school principal. You can talk to, um, you know, here in the United States, you can, um, call your local, um, United States attorney's office or your state attorney general. Professionally, I research and investigate doctors at the behest of mental insurance companies. And I deal a lot with the U S attorney's office. Um, and the, the, that's what they are there for. You, you can talk to them. And, uh, you know, in, you, it is now 2019. It's not like it was 15 years ago. Police departments across this country and Canada and many countries are equipped to deal with something like this. Um, if you are a, a Canadian citizen and you are not sure, talk, call the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, um, and they can... Um, you know, uh, figure out what's going on and, and give you the proper resources. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, just what I wanted to talk about for a moment. Um, that's good. You know, it, it happens more often than people know. Um, but you know, like I said, that he was one of 20 people arrested that day and one of 169 in a 10 day period in just in Georgia wow. itself. Wow. Um, so props to the GBI and the local law enforcement agencies that, you know, did the legwork that thankfully these 20 people that were not actually talking to real children. Um, so what they did is they, they identified 20 to, I, th I think they identified like 60 people that, um, kind of fit a profile and then, uh, operated this state or whatever. So, but, uh, yeah, so moving on to less morose topic. <laughs> no, that was good. Uh, that was good. Uh, no, man, that's, that was yeah, solid. Seriously. Um, uh, I, have, yeah, I mean, as a, as a father, I would yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have I would three girls. feel remiss in speaking about it. I have seven, a seven-year-old, a nine-year-old, and I have a six-month-old girl. So, I mean, nothing with girls in this house, and that, that's pretty good. And I can honestly say I have not. You are so outgunned. Yeah, I am actually. Thank you for pointing that out. So is Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes, so, sometimes we need the reminder, you know, like. Yeah, I can honestly say I have the father. Yeah, no, I mean, my you, daughter's about that. I should, and I, I, that's so that's that's pretty cool. I'll yeah. do that. 
Awesome. Um, Dr. Goku. Um, so we have a character analysis this week. You know, as usual, we had Dan, and this week we had Dan Infinity pick the choices. Well, you picked three of them. He couldn't think of a fourth, so I picked. Four. I could, yeah, I couldn't pick a fourth. <laughs> he thought uh, he we, the options were Gaul from Destiny Two, Dean Winchester from Supernatural, Storm from the X Men, and I threw in uh, Joanna Dark from Perfect Dark, the old mm-hmm. Nintendo sixty four days, and um, Gaul from Destiny Two won. So, uh, Doctor Goku, why don't you take us through? That dumb, dumb enemy. <laughs> Still no love for Dean. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel I, I I feel like we're gonna have to rig the results next time, Doctor Scarlet. Yes, we should. Those hamburgers <laughs> and hentai. Come on, Dean. Okay, so Dominus <laughs> Gall uh, is the antagonist of the Vanilla Destiny Two campaign. Voiced by the very talented Neil Kaplan. Uh, oh, hold on a second. Can can I, I? I just don't think we can gloss over that dance. What? That damn. <laughs> Go on. Like I mentioned, voiced by the very talented uh, Neil Kaplan. Uh, we didn't know much about Gaul until uh, you start to delve into the lore tabs, and we get some information throughout the story. <laughs> Known as the Ghost Primus, Gaul is the commander of the Red Legion, a division of the Cabal Empire. Uh, he gave his himself the title of Dominus, uh, but we'll touch on that a little later. Uh, Gaul is set to capture the Traveler and its light in the hopes to overthrow um, the entire Empire and rule the Empire because he believes that the Traveler made a wrong choice, that they should, he well, that it should have chosen the Cabal as the Guardians. The warrior race Cabal are uh, very reminiscent of the Spartans, uh, where the runts and the most vulnerable youths are cast out to die. Born an albino and a runt, Gaul was the object of great ridicule and torment throughout his childhood. Found and saved from certain death by the consul, Gaul was raised and molded to eh, the warrior we, who would overthrow Callus in order uh, for the consul to have his vengeance. Gaul rose to fame uh, and to Callus's attention through the Colosseum, eventually becoming his favorite gladiator. This is a quote from Emperor Callus, which is from the Ghost Primus uh, raid weapon lore tab. Gaul was an unexpected gift to my Colosseum, a disfigured albino from the outer wastes who defeated opponents three times his weight. How could I resist such a unique creature? He found with uh, he fought with terrible discipline and patience. Most gladiators wanted to stand in the center of the arena and trade blows until the weaker one died. Not Gaul. He never attacked from the front. Never stood in one place. Frustrated and exhausted, 
his opponent would make a mistake. Gaul is a very interesting character uh, when you really look at everything that is involved with him. Uh, Callus uh, elevated Gaul to the rank of Primus of the Red Legion, and his right-hand space rhino or turtle, whichever moniker you want to use. Not knowing that Gaul was still secret was still secretly plotting to overthrow him, Gaul formed an alliance with people closest to Callus, like his own daughter, uh, Kaidel, the evocate general Amunarath, Callus's bodyguard Shayutet, the Molly Molly, a legion's a legion colossus. Aiska Al of Fantor, a merchant in the Cabal Empire, and Freeborn Atsat, a siren savant. We learn a lot of this from Callus's journal if you had the Destiny 2 Collector's Edition. During Gaul's midnight coup, with the help of his allies, Callus and the remaining of his supporters were exiled to the Leviathan and sent into deep space. This is when Gaul declared himself Dominus and set off on a course to capture the Traveler. Two years after Primus Ta'an of the Skyburners was taken by Oryx and Dead Orbit learned of a distress signal that had reached the Cabal Empire, Gaul and the Red Legion attacked the, the last city. Crippling the Guardians by caging the Traveler, snuffing out the Guardians' access to their light, and capturing the speaker. During his interrogation, the speaker revealed the traveler traveler didn't speak to him before passing from the torture after Gaul killed the consul for his insubordination. Our guardian eventually faces Gaul, who is imbued with corrupted light and is ultimately defeated by our guardian. Following his death, Gaul attempts to use Radiance, by, but is vanquished by the Traveler waking from its slumber. When we look at Gaul in terms of his behavior, when we look at his personality, uh, due to his upbringing and Consul's hate for Callus, Gaul's life was forever set in motion in, of insecurity. Consul having an authoritarian parenting style made Gaul wary and hesitant, developing an anxious, resistant, insecure, and ambivalent attachment style, even if Consul was giving him the affection no one else would. Through his hardship, struggles, the Consul's teaching, and his time as a gladiator, Gaul gained a sense of superiority over other cabal and other races. His high intellect, patience, and ruthlessness made him a formidable, formidable foe in the Colosseum. But his arrogance and entitlement would ultimately lead him to underestimate the power of the light and the guardians. And that's my analysis for Gaul. I will say he has the creepiest festival festival of the lost mask. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Oh, oh. 
Never mind. No, you can't do that, Dan. No, I'm I'm gonna do that. It's fine. Okay, okay. You can do it, Spartacus. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> he really can do whatever he wants. He is. Alright. Don't know if anyone has anything else to add to uh to Gaul or Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a it's such a weird and tra like he's all like he's almost a tragic character. Yeah. Yeah. Just like just because of his hubris. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I, know. I don't know. Probably one of the coolest, though, I would say. I mean, don't you think? I mean, yeah, that deep voice, that deep voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Neil Kaplan did such a great oh, job man. doing his yeah. voice. Yeah, man. I mean, he, he he's such a talented voice actor, though. Mm-hmm. Like, StarCraft 2, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, um, mm-hmm. he's done so much, and it's all Transformers. Fun. I mean, yeah. you name mm-hmm. it. He even did Power Rangers, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Neil's got a, his. I am. I am. It's, DB it's is huge, the but dude, yeah, the voice work he did on Destiny it, it really brought that character around. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like Dan said, it's almost like a, a tragic story. I mean, he fought for everything, even to survive, especially in that type of uh, not society, but just the Cabal Empire. Yeah. It's very like Roman esque and <laughs> but, but did he really die? I mean like i I don't know. I, I, I start spin foiling like almost like the traveler like absorbed him or something like that. Yeah. He did go all marshmallow man there there at the end. He did. Well it's cor- he was a corrupted warlock. <laughs> I was I was when that Phoenix came out. Remember that? Yeah. I was like, oh my god, oh, this is going to be incredible, and then it just dissipated. I was so disappointed at that. Could have been such a cool fight. <laughs> yeah, I thought, and you know, when you're like low level, fighting Gaul was kind of hard at first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Playing Gaul during the, uh, what was it called again? Was it the Age of Triumphs? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was tough. Replaying that mission, ooh boy, that was a tough one. Hmm. It was because it was he was like bullet spongy on that fight. Very bullet spongy, run around and run because you're like, I'm not gonna die. I'm I'm that good of a guardian, but (laughs) it's gonna take me so long to kill him. As long as I'm not platforming, I'm good. We can do this and run and run. That's all you did. Run, shoot him a few times. Yep. Yeah, no, that was good. I, I kind of hope that they kind of just find a way. I know it probably won't happen, but I kind of hope that they find a way to like kind of even bring back uh, Neil Kaplan's voice acting for the character as even like a backflash or like a like yeah. a Jedi ghost or something <laughs> in Penumbra, you know, when that expansion comes out. Because it almost seems like it's going to go full circle the way the expansion looks, yeah. that little teaser picture. Yeah, it looks that like it's going to go cabal again. Dude, I feel yeah. like anything could happen in Destiny. They can bring back Vault of Glass and tie it in. So mm-hmm. I feel like anything could happen. Well, we need, we need closure on that damn robot for uh, Kalos. <laughs> we need closure on the... Uh, Kalos is, uh, what, what were they called? The Shadows? No, the, Dude, the shadows. I was so disappointed because when the Collector's Edition came out and you got that book, 
I was so, I think we were, we recorded one of the first episodes, but, Mm -hmm. uh, I was so dead set that that book and those characters were going to be seen in the Leviathan raid. Yeah. They were really going to fight them, taking King style, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Narfel the Garthok, you know, uh, Gogoroth. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I used to say going in, Narfel the Garthok. It's a Conehead's <laughs> reference. Watch the movie. It's great. Um, <laughs> but I thought for sure we were going to see each one of those and have to fight them and have, you know, just like so many great encounters and yeah we ended up playing some weird like game show idea of like the olympics and it was like man yeah you remember the new car i want to see these shadows like those characters in that book if you got one open it up and look at it these characters look awesome awesome yeah alex what was that world in uh in the x-men the Mojo World or something like that, where they oh, God. like on the TV show the whole time. That's what oh, it felt like. Yeah. That was cows. <laughs> yep. I don't know how you remembered that, but I love you for it. That was a great reference. That was a good reference. That was the Hatchy effect. Awesome. You heard it here. Uh, good stuff. You heard it here first. Um, awesome. Uh, Dr. Gaku, thank you so much for taking us. Yeah, through it all. that was good. That was good. Um, but uh, Belle isn't here this week. She was going to do uh, uh, this week's um, self-care tip. But um, we got the Psycho Raven here, so why not go for Belle Bunny to the Psycho Raven's going to tell you about self-care? <laughs> um, we hear about it, man, every day. Just keeping it simple. I'm just saying, like, just connecting with others. Um, just spending time with people that you, you know, you care about, that you love. And, you know, um, I want to say, like, the difference between, like, very happy people and less happy people is like good relationships. I feel like good relationships should, they should drive us, man. Um, and I would say also as a self care tip is laugh. Many people look over laughing. Dan does a lot of it. So <laughs> <laughs> laughing, no, seriously though, laughing, good, healthy laughing releases like chemicals from your brain, like the endorphin mm-hmm. chemicals. Like, seriously, man, that's good stuff. And it makes you feel better. You know, I was um talking with a, um, it was a psychiatrist at my facility. And he was like, you know, talking about endorphins and how if you laugh, people that laugh, they have less pain. I was like, what are you, ta- what are you talking about? Like, people that laugh have all of these feel good chemicals. So they're more, they're less prone. They're, you know, they're less, uh, uh, the, 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 the pain doesn't affect them as much. I guess they have a high tolerance for pain. So, oh, that's pretty cool. So I just started like fake laughing like all day and that didn't work. So, <laughs> no, seriously, we have to genuinely laugh. Man. Pretty good. So just like, so just to recap, just connecting with others, you know, and, and laughing. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Awesome. Thank you, Raven. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, yes. But, uh, Dave, what, what's going on in the community? The communities we got? Uh, uh, there's too much. I think everyone's just playing video games since a million just came out at once. Yeah, not really major. <laughs> we ourselves have our our mental health awareness stream for uh, TakeThis.org on February the 23rd. 
And we would like to invite everybody to start keeping an eye out for information and our flyers coming out soon with the, with the role of people that's going to be streaming. Uh, it's going to be giveaways. It's going to be good. Uh, do you guys want me to mention who's going to be in it already? Or Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, because one more, someone else added their, their name to the pile this morning. Which I haven't, so you're going to have to help me. <laughs> Ivy. Stunning Ivy. Stunning Ivy. Hey, that's uh, awesome. So we're going to have Nailstar32, Critical Ape, uh, Bosolaris, Cyber Sasquatch, uh, Dr. Crazy, uh, CYN, HydroTroop91, Elmer Fudd, Sanifan711, and... That's The Danfinity. (laughs) (laughs) That's Kipton. The man. Dan, the you're going to be the No matter where you are. No matter how far. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> so, yeah, that's coming up on the 23rd of February. So, uh, just it's coming up soon. Away. And uh, just keep an eye out and uh, come and join us. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about is there's a new podcast in town for uh, kind of related to the DCA. And uh, one of ours, it's a member of that podcast, and uh, we don't really know much about it. So we'd like to hear uh, what Joe's got yeah. going on. We are uh, cooking me, in the kitchen. Me, me, Dave, Dr. Goku, all the co-hosts here, we have an open relationship with Joe, apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> hey, if people can share Dan... The fact that I it, can have this. The sort fact of. that your your other podcast has the name After Dark in it makes the joke that much funnier. Yeah, because <laughs> there's like nothing R rated about it. No, it's uh, no, it's just pretty much a, an art podcast. I mean, it's a uh, it's a podcast that's diving into like uh, the artistic process and world building experiences of uh, video games, hmm. and it's hosted by. Um, Tyler, Ruby, and myself, uh, TC Illustrates, Pixelated Traveler, and me. And pretty much we're just diving into these, talking to people in the industry that help create the environments and games and characters and everything surrounding game art uh, all together. And we're talking to also artists in the community that have an impact, you know, from video game art. And we're talking about just, uh, just research that they do, you know, for a new project, uh, uh, styles, techniques, uh, uh, tips or, you know, sharing. There's no real medium that really dives into art in this way. And, for a listener that's could be an aspiring artist or somebody tinkering around could get something out of it, you know? And so we wanted to go into it and it's short to the point and just a lot of fun. And it's all centered around art. And as you guys know, I mean, I, I freaking, Mm -hmm. I love art. I love video game art. I love, you know, the community and all the artists and everything. And yeah, it just, uh, it's it's cool. It it, it suits you definitely, and, and yeah, it's definitely very very unique for the community. Um, 
One yeah, thing I remember... you do have to see just real quick is uh, Tyler threw in a 30 second art challenge for like any guests or any of the people like watching. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see some quality work from Brian Monkis, what he can do in 30 seconds, Spider Pig, go check out his, uh, his awesome. socials and, yeah. uh, take a look oh, at that. Fantastic. It's, it's oh, a wow. keeper. Well, I know, I know Brian started to color a couple of his, uh, his pieces. He did the Hellboy uh, one. He, uh, yeah, he did the, uh, he did the pieces like Hellboy and, uh, Another artist in the community uh, uh, actually colored it for him. Okay. Yeah. It came out nice, though. Yeah, it did. Real nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I, I know when you were getting acquainted with uh, Tyler and Ruby, like they're, they're such awesome and phenomenal people, and I know you were a little apprehensive. You're like, hi, my name's Joe. I sell potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean Tyler. He's like a he's like a former professional soccer player. Uh, you know, uh, he he's he's got so many achievements, and he's such a talented artist. And Ruby herself is so talented, and uh, she's actually you know a game designer herself. And it's like I'm a fan. I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm You're so the average Joe. Uh, you guys, that's it right there. I'm the average show. Yeah. 227 times. Uh, and be- before we move on, can we comment on Joe's new uh, office? The, yeah, this is just it's a... Up, yeah, we can see his face. It's he, so bright. And he doesn't... He, he, I can turn a bigger light on. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. But I'm not going it, to. It looks like you're not, not in a dungeon anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, well... Wait, yeah, this I'll is in the, the dungeon? No. <laughs> no, the dungeon it was, was a lot worse. darker. <laughs> a lot darker. Well, I had an office before, and then we had our, our second daughter, and I forfeited my office to convert it into a bedroom. So pretty much all of my framed pieces that I have and everything all got put into giant Rubbermaid and Tupperware and shoved underneath <laughs> a table somewhere. And I had to move my desk into like the three season room. So, so he, everything, he actually went and bought a whole new house just so he could put up all this artwork. Yeah. You weren't supposed to tell was, anyone. <laughs> the basement was so dark and all he had like was the, the screen light the on screen, his face yeah. and the, it was just a swinging light. The the webcam was like on top, so it, it was like like you're looking at him from the ceiling, and he's yeah. like in the floor, and if, like. And if like you want to know any, like, if you want to know any, any jokes about it, just listen to when me and Joe were on. Just oh yeah, drip in the background. Yeah, but no, the cool thing is uh, <laughs> over here. I mean, I still have a pile of stuff here to put away, and me too. It's nauseating to look at. It's like oh. I don't know how I'm going to get to it, but I have a door to come in here and it's a separate like entrance. But right here, I'll, uh, after I dress it up and I'm not so like, like, I don't want to show it yet. I'm not done doing everything, but it's a, <laughs> just a, uh, a giant picture window. It's a huge window and it doesn't open. It's an old school window. It's got one of the, like the old, like slide out windows on the top. That oh, is wow. like all etched and everything. So it doesn't open. It's just a window mm. and it's like a That's DJ solid. booth in here, essentially. So my oh, wife kind of likes it because she doesn't have to come to the door. She can just go through the dining room and just go, 
tap, tap, tap. <laughs> she doesn't have to. She doesn't even have to look at you anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, I, no, but I, I can saw. actually talk at a normal volume now. I know. <laughs> I always do before you always talk so slow. I should have yeah, sold potato know. chips, man. I don't ever want to get and, yelled at. And now, and now you can be like Spartacus. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't because you just said it. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> um, no. Any other? Um, any other community news? No, that's all I had. Right on. Do um, you guys want to share something? I don't have anything. I don't have anybody else have anything? Mm-hmm. No. All right. Well, that um, I think that wraps us up this week. Um, oh, ooh, 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 what? No, what? Before I forget, speaking of uh, Spider Pig, no, don't do not miss out on the Spider Man movie. Spider Verse into the Spider Verse. Amazing. Mm. It's so good. I haven't seen it yet. It's fantastic. For time constraints. I'll watch it when it comes on on demand. Ah, don't. Yeah. Even though <laughs> I'm do it. so much closer to a movie theater now. Yeah. Just walk over there right now. <laughs> I could. Before I forget, too, it's, um, I wanted to mention this earlier. You know, Netflix, and we were talking about eating disorders tonight, mm-hmm. called To the Bone. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Mm. Or yes, I've heard about that. Please watch that movie. That's a nice, good movie. To the bone. It's real good. Awesome. Check it out. Yeah. Um, well, I think that does it. Um, thank you all for joining the project this week. Um, Raven, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, man. The Psycho Raven. I'm on Twitter, um, Twitch, spelled just like it is, The Psycho Raven. Um, I'm the one and only. I actually try to look and see if anybody else have my username. So, um, so yeah. like you're almost hopeful somebody does just so you can fit into the in crowd. You don't want that life, Raven. Hey, don't. Well, no, no. I, I, I feel like he wants to find the person you, whose name is just Psycho Raven. Be like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm the Psycho Raven. The, you right. don't I'm want a, that life, my dude. I'm a, um, yeah, clan <laughs> founder, clan founder of the Scholars Club, man whole bunch of nice, great guys. Got a, Oh, man. I love those guys. So. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, again, so thank you for joining us this week. This yeah, thank you for having me. Um, Dan, where can people find you, your podcasts, uh, your stream, and your, your wonderful Discord? Well... Uh, you can find me, uh, I am Spartacus, and you can find it uh, <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram, Danfinity, but the I's are L's. Uh, so, yeah, so you can find me there. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Danfinity. Uh, I'm there almost every day? Almost every day now. Question mark? Um, and, uh, yeah, just playing, right now, playing Destiny, uh, Division two over the weekend, and uh, and everything like that. Side quest Sunday should be making a comeback uh, sometime in March or April, and we will do another season of that. Uh, I'm currently in the planning stages of doing that, but you can find the previous episodes that include guests such as Doctor Lupo and Blessius. Um, you can find those anywhere that you listen to podcasts, just about. So. Yeah, that's an amazing that's show. Awesome. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, again, um, thanks for having me, by the way. Thank you for, of course. Thank well, you for coming. Thank you. 
thank you for coming and thank you for uh, both of you for your continued support of the project. Um, it means a great deal to us. Um, awesome. But um, you can reach us on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Just search uh, Project Guardians. Um, you will find us. Find the 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 G the green G with the brain. Um, you can also find us projectguardians.org. Lots of resources on there. Uh, links to all all of our socials. Um, everywhere you listen to podcasts, just search um, Saint Fourteen Project Podcast, and you'll find us. Um, <clears throat> including Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, all the places. Um, Joe, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me primarily on Twitter, uh, Average Joe 227, and in 5,245 Discord servers. And <laughs> Damnfinities, but it's muted, but you'll still get me if you ping P.S. <laughs> At P.S. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, where can thank you, thank you, Dan. Where where can uh, where can Dan and Raven find your um, your MySpace account? Tell me, Dave. On oh, MySpace, MySpace account. <laughs> Tell me, Dave. Who's in your top eight? Hatchy Dave, everywhere on the internet. My top eight. Yeah, who's Four. in your top eight? Oh, you think of the new MySpace with the music? Oh, the yeah, new. One. I'm talking the glittery kind from like 2000. <laughs> Look, man, we all we all copied eight. code, <laughs> put it into our MySpace profiles way back in the day before Justin Timberlake bought MySpace. <laughs> Who was that in the top eight? Did he really? Yeah, yeah he you didn't know that. Yeah, Dude, I did. I'm 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I did not remember my top eight. Who um, would be in I, your top eight currently? Top eight for music? No, just. People. General oh. people. <laughs> this is going to be a new question yeah, outside right here. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I am totally in this pile. I'm like, I don't have any friends, man. <laughs> 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 let, me, let me look at my phone. <laughs> like, see, the last five texts. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you get a phone call from your daughter next week. She's like, she's like, I don't even know what a top eight is, but like, I wasn't in it. What's wrong, Dad? <laughs> my daughter. You start paying bills, you'll be in my top seven. <laughs> Dalen beat uh, The Last of Us this week. Oh, oh nice. Wow, nice. I was like, what? You're playing The Last of Us? Because I saw it on their PlayStation. She doesn't call me anymore to play Fortnite with her. So. <laughs> That's a good game. And I was scary. like, kind of scary too. You playing The Last of Us? And she's like, you? I'm like, where are you? She's like, on this part. I was like, oh my god, it took me like a month to get to that part. <laughs> you know what's funny about that game? I love that game. I played it through twice just really quick. Bringing it back to our good buddy Hill. He has the game. He got it with his PlayStation. He is still not beating it because he still has not left the city because he couldn't <laughs> figure out how to get out of the city. That's hilarious. On the little path. Oh. On the little is that path. The hill he died on. Mm. <laughs> oh, <gold>! Actually, <laughs> he actually, he has the third God of War game, and the remastered one. <laughs> 
Yeah, he has oh, that boy. one, and he has not made it past the first encounter, which is the beginning of the game. Jeez. And he goes, dude, I can't beat the guy. The game starts at a boss. I can't beat him. <laughs> uh, like, I haven't leveled up. You should play the new one. No, no, you shouldn't. No, don't Let's play, play the new one. Don't play the new one. <laughs> buy him, awesome buy him Pokemon Go. Maybe he awesome can get them. Um... Dr. Goku, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me everywhere at SSJ5Goku28. All over the interwebs. Fantastic. And you can find me just about everywhere as Sentinel Dad on Twitter. On Twitter. An extra D on the end, but Twitch, Instagram, all the places, just uh, type in Sentinel Dad and you will find me there. Um, again, thank you all for joining the project this week. Um, our next episode is going to be super awesome. I think Mark Square is going to be here, but I'm not sure. Hey. Yes. Um, the finest hair on the internet. The finest hair on the internet making the smoothest pottery. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Sam. I'm digging your, digging your little wave there. Just My little wave? Mm-hmm. I think he, he's got some competition. <laughs> <laughs> but again, uh, thank you all for joining the project. This week and uh, be good to yourself, be good to each other, and remember you are not alone. See you later. Have a good night.